Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. It's Alex and Steven going at it again. Talking what up, about what up, what up? Alex said so we're going at it again. What are they going at? What are what are we what are we getting at with uh, with the going? Anyways, we always uh, end up kind of arguing. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> when you have when you have terrible opinions, Stephen, what do you what do you expect me to do? <laughs> if I have to uh, if, I, if I have to talk about oh, Dennis man. Rodman or uh, who is the one dude? I forget who is that dude from the seventies that I lost it on. <laughs> I don't oh, even crap. remember who it was. It doesn't matter. Oh, oh God, who? Um, Jerry Lucas. Was it Jerry Lucas? That yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Where you were, we you were like, the hell is Jerry Lucas <laughs> doing on your list? Have you ever watched basketball? Yeah, you've watched more basketball than I have. Um, yeah, I can guarantee you I've watched more basketball than you have. I promise you. Uh, but yeah. th- a couple weeks ago, we went over the Western Conference uh, standings along with our favorite players from each of those teams. This week, we're going over the Eastern Conference standings with each member of our favorite team. What's kind of unfortunate is the team that we're starting with. I don't know who's on their team, so I'm going to have to look into them really quick. But the the bottom oh, of the God. Eastern Conference, the Detroit Pistons, they've just lost all the like I, before this. I would have said like, I, hey, you know what? Hey, I, I honestly would have said I would have said Drummond. And I know he I didn't play on their Blake team this Griffin. year. I would have said Blake Griffin. I would have said Blake so. Griffin too. Yep. Um, who's on their team? Uh, you watch more basketball than I do. Name, if you can name a player on their team, I'll give you one million. Do- Just kidding, I won't. Danny oh. oh, wait a second. No, that's super easy. I know who it is. It's uh, whoever came over for um, Denver is probably my favorite player on their team. Denny Avdija is a player on that team that I really like. That's sad, though. I can't even think of the dude's name. Just show me their roster. Alex, why didn't you have this all set up before you started the podcast? Because I don't care. Uh, Jeremy Grant. That guy on the Wizards, I can't remember. Jeremy Grant's my dude. That's that's probably who it is. Jeremy Grant. I love Jeremy Grant, dude. Jeremy Grant plays hard. He's athletic. He's really tall, lengthy. I love him. Wait, say you, the, your dude again, because I'm not seeing him on their roster. I said Denny Avdija, but I think he might play for another team yep he is not on here i i could probably name for anyone who is listening to this i could probably name all of these players and you would be familiar with maybe three or four like the normal nba fan maybe two to three someone who's never watched the nba zero you would not know who any of these people are yeah yeah no it's just so the pistons is a hard one but you Why don't know. we just let's just move on then? Let's just go to the magic because I don't think we should spend time talking then, about well, such a trash that team. Because we have no favorite player on the Pistons. Okay. What's even more fun, Steven, is guess who's next? Someone whose roster was also decimated. The Orlando Magic. <laughs> oh my God. Nobody. Move on. Well, I, I think I know who your favorite is. He's not playing, but Markel Fultz. Oh, is he still on the team? He's still he's, is he still on the team? Great question. Yes, he is. Well, it seems like they traded away their whole damn team. All the good players, at least. Yeah. You know what? I am gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Jonathan Isaac, the underperforming. Oh, uh, you big know man. what? Before before Jonathan Isaac got injured, I was like, that dude can ball. 
the dude can ball, and then he got like a knee injury. I do like him a lot, and I know he's been touted as kind of like a similar. <laughs> he's not, but he's touted as like a potential Kevin Durant type player. But uh, he's, he's not Kevin Durant. People look looking at this. Uh, the only other person I would even consider is only because I love his name, and that's Mo Bamba. I don't think he's great at basketball, but I love his name. Mo Bamba. I haven't heard that name in a while. With good reason. Uh, yeah, the guy's not dude, that good. Dude, the East sucks, man. <laughs> hey, there are some really good teams in the East, okay? At least on the Western Conference, I can, I, like, even the Timberwolves, like, there's players out of, like, the Thunder are doing terrible, but, like, Shea Gilgis Alexander gets me excited. There's people on the Kings that get me excited. We're going to go through Westbrook, Westbrook and Beal on the Washington Wizards, dude. Well, yeah, but that's spot 10. We still have three more teams to go through before we get to them. All right. Name another team. The Cleveland Cavaliers. God damn it. Um, Thank you. Yeah. It's Kevin Love or like one of the new young guys, Colin Sexton or whoever that other dude is. Like I haven't watched. That's probably part of the problem, too. I don't watch a whole lot of East Coast teams. And if I am watching East Coast teams, they're usually Nets, Sixers, Bucks. I was about to lie and say I watched the Knicks play. Celtics. It's more of the bigger teams. And I think that that guy, Denny Avdijab, plays for the Wizards. Oh, well, don't worry. We're three three away from the Wizards. Uh, So once we get there, you can say him over Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. No, no, of course not. I just really like his game. I like him. But for the Cavs, I think I would go with, it was Darius Garland and Colin Sexton, but I think I would have to go with Kevin Love. Oh, you want to know what? No, 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 no. Larry Nance Jr. Yep. Oh, dude, you know what? This is so going to seem like a bandwagon pick, but I love that guy so much. I'm going with Larry Nance Jr. I would love to see him on a winner. High flyer, plays def- great defense. I've Seems seen him okay. on a winner. I've seen him on a winner, and he was good. When he was, like, with LeBron? Yeah. For that, for that six-month span? Yeah. He was awesome, dude. I wonder, not to, like, be super negative, so we probably should do this, but we should also do our least favorite players. But I think it's only because I don't know why. Not a huge fan of Matthew Dellavedova. <laughs> Not at all. Oh, uh, really? He plays no, like, really good defense. Maybe it's you want to know what it is, Steven. It's probably my white man jealousy. Cause like when I see him, I'm like, you look oh, like God. you look you look like you're five foot five compared to everyone else. So maybe I could have been you. In reality, he's probably like six two, six three. But yeah, I'm no, super in reality, judgmental. He is like six four, dude. Yeah, he's a big, I bet you he's a big dude. Yep, you're spot on. He is six foot four. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he's a giant compared to me. That's so funny. Yeah. He's so small out there. Any anyone else but that you want to like talk about on the Cavs? Defensive players in the NBA. Well, and once again, I gotta be when we're saying one of the best. What does that mean? Like top thirty, top forty? What do you mean, top best defensive player? Okay. One of the best? All right. All right. All right. He's not a top ten or anything. But, but like, where would you put him? In... What? Well, like there's 300, 400 players in the NBA. Where would you put him as far as like defense? Top 50, top 25. 
as far as defense, yes. uh, top, top, uh, damn. Are we going to have a top hundred? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know. I don't know how interesting it would be for me to name. 100 players that I think are better at defense I know, than I Matthew Delavadova. You made your point. Quit. I quit it. You made okay. your point. All right. We could we could move on to the Raptors then. This one, this is a fun team. Uh, I struggle between two, ooh, three players on I, team I that always, I love. I'm sorry. I just always thought Delavadova was a good defender, but well, no, see that I can, I can get behind that. Like, I think Matthew Delavidova is a good defender. When I, then you add on one of the best in the league, I go. One of the best. It always has to be one of the best is what you're saying. Well, you always, it's not, it's not just you though, Steven. It's like people it's on everyone. talk shows yeah. do that all the time. And I go, what does that even mean? Like you're saying, no, 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 no you're offense right. to you, no, but it's right. like. And you know what? You made me examine that in a way that I haven't before. So. Cause it's almost like you're saying nothing. It's just like, oh, cool. you could say it about any person and it'd be like, oh, no, yeah. I I legitimately think he is a fantastic defensive player. Who who do you got on the on the Raptors? On this the Raptors? This one's Siakam. tough for me. On the Raptors, it's Siakam for me. Is it Kyle Lowry for you? No, Fred Van Vliet. I love him. Fred Van Vliet, hey, that guy can score the Dude, ball. I uh, he can ball, and like he was not good. He and then fifty-four points in one game. All of a sudden, like he's just amazing. Like it was really that playoff run when they ended up winning the championship. He's just been yeah. He's never really gotten any worse. He stayed the same. He's a he's small, six foot one, shooting at around forty percent. You can see, you can see that he's strong. He has range. He can defend. You know, he's got a little. And for how small he is, he's I on it. He's one of those people who I thought was much bigger than he is. Uh, so Delavadova, I thought he was like five eight. Fred Van Vliet, I thought he was like six four, six five. He's only six one. No, it might it might be because he's a big guy. He's not like little. he's like thick. Yeah, he's got muscles. 6'1", 197. I like it. Yeah. Wait, did you say Pascal? Uh, Is yours? He's been... If if we were recording this two years ago, this time, Mm -hmm. he would have also been my choice for their team. Okay. I don't know. Even over Kawhi, huh? Oh, touche. 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 No, I would have chose Kawhi. But like, of the current roster that they have, I would have said him of ever like over Kyle Lowry, over Fred Van Vliet. But I well, I do say him. He's still a great player. Man, he's doing a lot better than I thought he was. Although this could be one of those things that Bill Simmons talks about where he says great stats, but the he doesn't pass the eye test. But I've been watching him. I haven't been overly impressed, but his stats Ooh, look see fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. It doesn't pass the eye test. What basketball games is Simmons watching? I'm sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. Pascal Siakam. Bill Simmons has not said this about Pascal Siakam. Bill Simmons will say a lot of people will look at stats and not actually watch the game and think that somebody is good. I'm just saying Uh when I watch Pascal Siakam, I don't, I would not have guessed this would be his stat line is essentially what I'm saying. 
Oh, oh yeah. His, okay. His threes are pretty terrible this year compared to what he's normally shooting at. Yeah. His, he, his, uh, his shooting is way down. Yeah. But he still puts up numbers. The other day I was watching uh, Toronto play Brooklyn for a fantasy basketball thing I was doing. And um, there was um, uh, Pascal Siakam had like a double double with like, I don't know, 20 some odd points or something like that. I was like, that man can play some basketball. And he seems to make pretty good decisions. You know, yeah, he's not shooting as well this year, but I think he is a good basketball player, you know? I can see that. Uh, Let's move on to the <laughs> to the number 11 in the Eastern Conference Chicago Bulls who've added a couple players since we've started doing this podcast. Didn't they add Vucevic? Vucevic. Yep. I'm going with Vucevic as my favorite player. It used to be Lowry Markkinen, but this team is all of the people that NBA 2K18 thought were going to be great players. For those yeah, who don't Vucevic, know what that means. He's a really good player, though. What, 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 Vucevic, yeah, go ahead. Vucevic is a double-double machine, dude. But what I mean by 2K18, the video game, what happens is 2K can't know what the future is going to be for any of these players. So, so they project. So they project. I remember going against Thaddeus Young. I believe Laurie Markinen. Let me just make sure. I think he was a rookie when I played 2K18. Yep. Laurie Markinen. Al Farouk Aminu, who was on the Blazers that year. I've game. liked Laurie Markinen since he came on the scene, dude. And Denzel he... Valentine. Those guys were all projected to be amazing players, but I'm going to have to settle with who I think is the most. I hate this dude, though, but I he's fun to watch. He's, He's fun to watch dunk, Zach Levine. So, you know what? Maybe I will go with you. I'm going to go with Nikola Vucevic because I think he's a better basketball player. Yeah, I think Nikola Vucevic is a better basketball player than Zach Levine. Zach Levine's the bad bad team, good stats guy. Yeah, Zach Levine. The thing about Zach Levine is I think that he is fun to watch, but – you have to have a really good defensive team around him to win, I think. Because he doesn't care about defense. Because you can put a scorer on a really good defensive team and just let them shoot and shoot and shoot, and you can win. His, his shooting numbers are pretty good this year. 41 from I mean, three, Garrett, 50%. Garrett Rose. Look at Derrick Rose on the 2010-11 Chicago Bulls or Allen Iverson on the uh, 2000-2001 Sixers. Like, you can put a scorer on a really good defensive team and it'll work, basically. Yeah, and then you also need those defenders to be somewhat competent when it comes to yeah, offense somewhat too. Competent. Yeah. yeah they don't somewhat have to be competent yeah it's like you gotta make a shot every once in a while and you gotta kind of be able to pass the ball and that's it 
And speaking you know? of passing the ball, let's talk about the Washington Wizards and not Russell Westbrook. Okay. Because I don't like, I've never liked him ever. What? And I've never liked Russell Westbrook. Just because, okay. I understand. I love, I love his tenacity, but I don't think he's good at basketball. (laughs) Why do I have to think he is? (laughs) Everywhere, everywhere he has gone since Kevin Durant left has not played that well and does not get that many wins. I know he did an amazing thing that year. He got his triple double the year after Kevin Durant left. I think they won like 46, 47 games. Still pretty decent. 45, I think, yeah. But like, what? Where, where's he been since then? Not in the playoffs. Haven't really seen him in the playoffs. I guess he was last year, but they were out pretty quick. He's, the, his problem is, and I've said this in the past, his problem is it's all about him. Yeah, and I think that's why I don't like him. Yeah. But he's super talented. Like, you can't deny the guy's super it's, talented. And also, I just want to make sure before I say who my favorite player on this on this team is, favorite player can also just be like, I like this person. It doesn't have to be like, oh, you're really, really good. It's not who the best player on the team is, right? Right. Like I, like I was going to say, my favorite player is Denny Avdijan the, on the Washington Wizards. And people probably don't even know who that guy is. I am, I think my favorite player on their team, on this team, <laughs> might be uh, Davis Bertans. <laughs> Bertans? Like, not even, not even like ironically. Dude, he's like, I like him. He's like a big man that's a spot up jump shooter, and like, that's it. I think he's what I aspire to be in my old age. Don't really play defense, just shoot some threes in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, that's why yeah. I've, I'll never be six ten. Bertans does. Every once in a while, he he plays big like he is, but most of the time, he just faces up and shoots. Oh, that's I think that might be the reason I like him. I forgot that he was initially on the Spurs. I mean, he didn't start to play well until he, he did. went he to was Washington. Initially on the Spurs, but like, any, the, yeah. Anyone on the Spurs gets a little bit of a bump for whatever for whatever reason. If you've ever played under Greg Popovich, I'm just like you probably have a good, good basketball, good basketball IQ, IQ acumen. Yeah. So yours is uh, Denny. Oh, oh my! You're you're like tell us yours. Okay. Um, my favorite player. I'm going to talk about. Well. I'd be lying, so I'd just say Bradley Beal. So I was going to say this whole thing about Denny Abdija, and then I was like, nah. It's just because I saw one highlight, and I was like, that guy looks awesome. And then I saw that he had had some good games, you know, and he kind of disappointed me. But Denny Abdija, I like that guy. And um, uh, Bradley Beal, because he gets buckets and he can shoot the heck out of the ball. I hope he goes somewhere else whenever he can. Does he have another year on his contract? Oh, Bradley Beal? Yeah. I don't know. Um, 
I have wanted him to go somewhere good for a while because he's a hell of a player, you know? And I feel like all, all he needs is a change of scenery. It does look like this is his last year. Oh, wait. Can you just contract five years upcoming? Oh, he got a two-year extension. Oh man, he's not oh, so he's, he's not an unrestricted re- free agent until 2023. Another two years, Bradley. Sorry, bud. Sorry. Dang, man. Sad. But hey, they may still make the playoffs. Crazy enough. Man, that's so sad. Because I do like him. It's just I don't think there's just teams like, and we could go through them like Pistons have been terribly managed for the last decade. Magic, terribly managed for the last decade. Cavs. I don't necessarily think they've been managed poorly. It's just LeBron left. Raptors, LeBron no left, idea yeah. what went on there. Bulls hasn't been managed well. Shit? Our economy is dependent on LeBron James. Did you see that? No. The the guys that made a song about Cleveland, and they were basically uh, talking about the what Cleveland has basically. And they said, our economy is something like our economy is dependent on LeBron James or something. I I thought it was funny. Anyway, spot on. Then the Wizards poorly run the Pacers. The Pacers, man. I don't know if they're poorly run. They got Larry Bird there. They'll be fine. Didn't he leave? I don't think so. I thought. Did he? I thought he left a minute ago, like a couple years ago. Let me check. Oh, I've been thinking he was still there this whole time. Yeah, I think he's a former executive. That's what it says here. I don't think he he's is there a anymore. Former, well, he is. A, he did used to be an executive. Yeah. That's why I thought he was still there. And a coach. Yeah, he was a coach there for a while. Yeah. He's from Indiana. My Lakers beat him. Take that, Larry. Uh, yeah, he beat he beat the Lakers plenty though. But the moving, I how many times did he beat them once? No, as a player, he beat the Lakers. Well, I see in championships, or you just mean in general? No, how many times he has beaten the Lakers franchise? I'm working it up. I'm just trying to see who they played against. He played the Showtime Lakers. But I did—I don't think he did each season. No. <laughs> I feel like no. one year they beat the... No, no. He he played Houston in the first finals he ever played, and it was against Houston. That sounds right. Um, and uh, I think that was the one where he averaged eight points. And... Uh, um, <laughs> What's his name? Cornbread was the MVP. <laughs> and everybody talks about that when they talk about who's better, LeBron James or Larry Bird. And people go, LeBron James would have never done that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Larry Bird, Larry Bird won in 1984 game. against the Lakers in a seven game series. Well, yeah, yeah look at he that. won in 1984. Um, he beat, he beat Houston though in 86 
and 81. And 81. Yeah. That's those are all, right, and that's, that was those are all his championships. One. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking so, of Larry Bird, the Pacers. <laughs> get this right, back. right, right. Sorry. Pacers Getting roster. Oh, this is going to be the dude, whoever like almost died. Karis Levert, almost dying and continuing. But honestly, he's not my favorite. What did he do? What happened to him? Wasn't Karis Levert the one who had, they found out he had like cancer? I don't know. Like, And, and the only reason they found it was because of the physicals from the trade from the Nets. Mm. I think it was Karis Levert. Oh. Yeah, it was well, Karis Levert. Dang, he's a good basketball player, though. Yeah, he had. I'm trying to think. Tell me what he had. Like, I hate uh, people who write news articles. Just tell me what he had. You don't have to trick me and make me scroll through this entire article. All right, I'm just exiting. They, but, they yeah. make you do that, though. Gosh, just tell me what I want, and I'll go away. But my favorite player on their team is DeMontis Sabonis. Oh, you know what? I have to say Sabonis also. And you know who else was a badass player in this time? His daddy? His father, Arvidas Sabonis, is one of the best bigs ever. And so it doesn't surprise me that DeMontis Sabonis is as good as he is, basically. No, I just love any big man who can play defense and shoot the ball. Yeah, I love that. I love that, too. Was his dad a shooter? Dude, he can post up, too. Do you know if his dad was a shooter? Yeah, his dad could shoot. That's cool. His dad didn't have three-point range, but his dad could shoot. I mean, his three-point numbers aren't insane, but he's making 30% of them, and he's six foot 11, so I'll take it. You're talking about DeMontis? DeMontis, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he no, he's not really a three-point shooter, but he's got some range, you know? All right. Then moving on to the, the Charlotte Hornets. I can't even – oh, this is tough, too. Charlotte. Charlotte's kind of tough now. Charlotte's getting better. I think I got to go with LaMelo because I think he is the most entertaining of all of them to watch, but – I love Malik Monk, Terry Rozier, and Gordon Hayward. I was going to say Terry Rozier, dude. Dude, he has been. Has he, Terry has, Rozier has been tearing it up like, holy crap. He's earning he, that money. I That guy can put the ball in the basket. Do you, How Let regretful you. do you think the Celtics are not keeping him and having Kemba? Because Kemba's better, but unreliable. Yeah, I would rather have Rozier, honestly. Kimba, Kimba was the more talented player, but Terry Rozier is a better basketball player, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got to go with LaMelo, though, and hopefully LaMelo comes back and can play in the playoffs. Yeah. Then moving on to the Miami Heat at spot seven in the standings. Oh, this is is really hard too. This one for me, I went back and forth between three players. And, 
you know, um, I, it was hard, but I got to go Jimmy Butler. Okay. I, I love Tyler Hero. I love Bam Adebayo, but Jimmy Butler is the man. Man, if this was 10 years ago, mm, let's go pre, if we're just looking at this roster 10 years ago, so LeBron's not here, Chris Bosh isn't here, Dwayne Wade's not here, I might go with Trevor Ariza or Andre Wadala because I just love both of them. People who play defense have so, oh, I I love have so much respect for them. Dude, I love Andre Wadala. Me and my friend are huge fans. My friend Jeff I always talk about, me and him are huge fans of Wadala. I have been since he came in the league. The guy's super athletic. But he knows how to play the game, knows the fundamentals, and he's like the pro's pro, you know. So I love Andre Guadalla. And I think I have to go with Jimmy Butler, too, just simply because the performance of their team with him versus without him is night and day. Right, it is. With him, they're a championship team. Without him, they're, uh, shall we say, not. Shall that's a very kind and precise way of saying it. They are not. Yeah. So I actually want to see if they have Miami Heat. Oh, yep. There we go. Good. Just confirming my bias. Without him this year, they were six and eleven. Yeah. No, they were terrible. Which means with him, they are equally as bad. No, it's kidding. Twenty six no, and eighteen. Him, he, he takes them to another level. Like, they're a team that can defend, but Jimmy Butler is their offense, as crazy as that sounds. Like, I think Jimmy Butler, you take him off the team, it becomes a lot harder for them to score. That's all. Yeah. Then moving on to the number six Boston Celtics. I hope we have the same one. I hope. We'll see what happens. Um, I went back and forth between two players on this one, but I'm going to have to go with Jason Tatum. Oh, not Jalen Brown. I, that was the other guy I was thinking of. Not Jabari Parker. I forgot he's on their team now. (laughs) No, not Jabari trash Parker. Whoa. Hey, come on. That's my, that's my, that's my, my favorite Boston Celtic, Jabari Parker right now. No, just kidding. Really? You want to know what, um, Jalen. Are you serious? No, I'm not. Uh, Jalen Brown is my favorite on their team. Okay. Yeah. Um, 100%. Jalen Brown, Brown, I think Jalen Brown has got some Kobe-like qualities in this game. I just. I don't know what it is, but whenever I watch them, and maybe I'm stupid. He can score the ball. He's got athleticism. He know? just seems more consistent. That's all that it is. Well, Jason Tatum's got a lung thing because of uh, COVID. He got COVID. But but that's like even like last year. When I, I don't have any confidence, I don't know what it is. When Jason Tatum has the ball in his hand for like the last second shot, I'm just like, hey, he's going to screw this up somehow. <laughs> that guy can score, but his thing is, I think he needs to get more consistent. 
but he is getting better at being consistent. If that yeah. makes sense. His shooting numbers are a little down compared to uh, Jalen's, but I don't know, like whatever it is, I trust Jalen Brown more than Jason Tatum. I think they're very similar in terms of like overall output that they provide, but I would also say, yeah, I think Jalen's better at defense too. Jalen's better at defense for sure. But I think that speaks to the fact that Jalen plays harder. You know, I wonder, do you think there's a thing where I, Jason Tatum was like the heir apparent to, I don't know who he'd be. Let's say, let's just say Paul Pierce, even though that's not accurate at all, but I feel like Jason Tatum just gets more, a little bit accurate. He gets more attention. And so I think that's the reason that I like Jalen Brown so much more, but Jalen Brown could be benefiting from not having to receive as much attention from other people. Oh, dude, you put Jalen Brown on a really good defensive team. Like I was talking about, like, look out. Yeah. Then who's the, I don't want to even do this team. Number five at the Hawks. Oh, uh, well, I think there's a few different players you can pick from. I know, who, I know, I know who mine is. Well, because I hate who, what most people would choose as their favorite player on the. You Atlanta said Hawks. Trey Young. You would say Trey Young. I despise oh. Trey Young. I don't like how floppy he is. What has he earned? Like, I don't know why he thinks he's like God's gift to this earth. Because they give him all the calls on the planet, Alec. I they give him all the calls you can give a guy. They need to stop doing that because he's earned nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Lloyd Pierce kind of gave him crap for being that kind of player. And my friend told me that he said that in some interview. And so I was like, maybe that's why they let him go. But Screw that. Anyway. Trade Trey Young for Luka Doncic. Oh, wait. Whoops, the daisies. Hmm. Looking at his, his shooting's not great this year, which makes me happy. Yeah, but Atlanta's winning, and he's a huge reason why. But my, is he? he is. When he was out, they were doing really well. Uh, let me look at his. That's true. Yesterday, they beat the crap out of the Bucks without Trey Young. Because I think who my favorite player is going to be. I, I will say mine. I think it's Bo- Bogdan for me. Bogdan? Bogdanovich. Oh, man. He, he's a fun player to watch. Uh, he can score the ball, can shoot the ball. But, but my favorite player is, uh, is his name. Is it John Collins? Oh, yeah. I love Collins. That's a good, that's a John good one. John Collins. I love watching that guy run the floor. He's athletic. Uh, he can get double doubles. I love him. You know, he's a great rebounder. So. It's not a great sample size for with and without Trey Young, but their rebounds go down. Their Mm -hmm. assists are about the same. Their steals go up by a steal and a half. Their blocks go down. That's weird. I don't think this is a good sample size. 
their winning record is way higher without them, but it's only seven games without. So that's not very accurate. Well, but the fact that they're winning without them tells you something. Five and two without him. Like we were just talking about Jimmy Butler, right? Like it you can tell you how much that he could do less on that team and they could still win. Is he wearing glasses now? Why is he wearing glasses? Um, but yeah, I like John Collins. That's a good one. He's really good, and they're going to lose him. I guarantee it this offseason. So yeah, I want to luck go next to year. Miami so bad, dude. Miami or Dallas? Dude, who is the GM of this team? Of, pretty, of Atlanta? Yeah, pretty good work. This is a decent roster, man. Yeah, um, I can't think who the GM is. Man, I guess I could just look up Hawks GM. Kudos to Travis Schlenk, whoever that homeboy is, because it's a decent team. Like they're, I oh, feel like Capella? they're underperforming. They should be Dude, playing Capella? way better than this. Yeah, Capella is a really solid big man. John Col- Danilo just shoot threes from the corner did not love the lou williams trade but they're playing much better since my favorite danilo gallinari story involves carmelo anthony you want to hear it yeah that's what the silence was (laughs) oh oh shit so so okay so so uh danilo gallinari was playing the Denver, he was on New York and he was playing the Denver Nuggets and they had Carmelo and he starts talking crap to Carmelo, right? He starts talking trash to Carmelo. So Carmelo gets all fired up and Carmelo scores like 36 points, right? And and Danilo Gallinari wins the battle because um, the Knicks win the game, but it's it, it's a it was a great game, uh, and it was on NBA TV and everything. It was like the fans were on a roll with the games they were picking, and so every time I remember, every time I think of Danilo Gallinari, I think of that game where he egged, he was talking crap to Carmelo, and he won the battle. You know, good for, it, good it was for him. crazy. Good yeah. For him. Then moving, we're getting up into the upper half of the playoff teams. So, the New York Knickerbockers that are overperforming this year is a fun team too. There was they are my favorite team in the East right now. The Knicks. Who who you got? My favorite team in the East is the Knicks, and my favorite player on their team has to be Julius Randle. Mine too. I was even, it's I, nobody else. I thought there the might guy, be some people that were like sneak onto my favorite player list, but it's him of all these players. Yeah, it's him. Um, not that they're I like Reggie Bullock on their on their team, but um I really like uh Julius Randle and I like that whole Knicks team because they know what they do well and they do it. They defend at a very high level and they give the ball to Julius Randle on offense, which is what they should do. And this year, Julius Randle is showing 
all everything he has, everything he's been working on, he's like showing off this year. So his three point percentage is the highest it's ever been by 0.07. So his previous high was 34, and now he's at 41%. Shooting amazing, yeah. scoring, he's averaging killing. a double double. I saw him make a turnaround double pump jumper the other day. And I was like, Oh my God. Anyway, you know, it is a little nerve wracking about this though. Looking at his assist numbers are high too. I'm pretty sure that all, who are they going to be playing? The Hawks just shut down Julius Randall and the Hawks should be able to win that series. Easier, easier said than done, but it seems like everything flows through him. It does. It does. It, it does sound as simple as stop him and you stop the Knicks, but you also have to worry about the other side of the ball because they're a really good defensive team, you know? With a lot to prove, and there's nothing worse than a team who feels like they've been written off I, for forever. I'll say this. I think the Knicks took it as an insult what Brooklyn did. I I think they took it personally, you know? And and those players came out because why the heck they were terrible before this year, you know? Yeah. And and then and then Brooklyn does what they do. All of a sudden, the Knicks are awesome. Like, yeah, they've got a competing team in New York, you know. That's what I think. But um, the Knicks are playing awesome. They got one of the highest rated defenses in the league, one of the top five, I believe. And um, so that all I'm saying is you got to worry about them on both sides of the ball, though. So even though you, it's like, uh, number one, it's a tall order to stop Julius Randle. But also, like, they defend, you know. So. Is that their yeah. number four? You were right. Defensive rating behind LA, Utah, and Philadelphia. Yeah, the Knicks are like they could beat, they could knock off some team that is supposed to beat them because they defend so well. Man. No, I don't I don't even going over to the, the Milwaukee Bucks from there. Yeah, I that one's Giannis. Me too. I don't think I couldn't even come up with a funny answer for this. Like, oh. DiVincenzo, like Giannis is so fun to watch compared to everyone. And he's the best player. Yeah. Giannis is, is very fun to watch. He knows. I love players that like, you can tell they know how to play the game. They're not just relying on being faster than you or jumping higher than you. They know the game, you know, but if I could just throw an honorable mention out there, PJ Tucker, I don't know why. He, even when he was on the Rockets and I hated the Rockets, I always liked PJ. I love PJ. Look, I love me some PJ Tucker. Just a hard nosed defender who can make corner threes. Yeah. Sign me yeah. up. That's just like, that's why I like Trevor Ariza. Someone who is yeah. just like, yep, I'm good with what I do. I'll, I'll do that. And with PJ Tucker, he can defend bigs or he can defend perimeter players. Good. That's a, they're not going to, they're not going to go anywhere, but. I I like Giannis. Uh, well, they're in second place right now in the East. I'm just saying. 
Well, if but, we were second place in the East, we wouldn't have two more teams to talk about. <laughs> well, oh, shoot. They're, they're they spot three. The they're spot three. Few, they dropped in the last few days then. No, That's I think right, they've been spot they three for a butt, while. They got, they got their butt kicked by, uh, by Atlanta a couple days ago. But, or was it yesterday? I can't remember. No one knows. Uh, but the Philadelphia 76ers, this is a team that I just don't really like. So this was hard for me. Oh, my favorite on the Sixers is uh, Ben Simmons. Because mm, of the defense. Well, the defense and the unselfishness and the rebounds. Man. I honestly think mine might be Seth Curry. He's one of the most important players on their team. <laughs> And I just it, like watching Seth him play. Curry is actually fun to watch, people. He's actually really fun to watch. You just have to go into it recognizing he's not Steph, and that's okay. No, he's not. He's a different person, though, you know? Exactly. He's not his dad either, so it's all good. Yeah. Dude, last few seasons, he's just been balling out, man. Yeah, and he's actually a better defensive player then uh, you're, we're still talking about Seth. I'm talking about Seth. That's what I was talking about. Seth. Yeah. Yeah. They really need to not have their names be so similar to one another. Shame on you, Dell yeah. and, and wife. I forget her name. She's great. I love her. Yeah. Uh, what the heck is his wife's name? She has a Aisha. Sonia. Nope. That's Seth. That's Steph Curry's wife. It's Aisha. That's yeah, yes, that's Steph Curry's. But I was talking about Del Curry. I was shaming Del Curry oh, and his wife a... for naming their children so similar oh, to one another. I got you. I got you. I didn't. I wasn't following you. Okay. Steph and Del. But the last team that we got here, and this is going to be disappointing for everybody too. The I was going to say the New Jersey Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. Um, Favorite player on Brooklyn? Hey, you can say Blake Griffin. I know you wanted to say him Joe for Detroit. Harris. Oh, for real? Joe That's mine too. Is that really your favorite? Yeah. That's mine too. Maybe Spencer Dinwiddie, but he hasn't been playing this year. But Joe Harris. Yeah. To me, it's Joe Harris. And it's really because I realized what a consistent player he is when I kept putting him on my fantasy basketball teams and he was winning. Like, he was putting up numbers, and I was like, this guy is awesome. So I love Joe Harris. And he's played five seasons with Brooklyn. That's a big up for me, too. He's been playing well, shoots the three. Super. Shoots Holy the three shnikes. well. 48% from three. <laughs> shoots the three well. I think he's an underrated defensive player and passer as well. That's got to be because he's playing with them, though. Oh, he shot 47% in 2018-2019, so not necessarily an anomaly this year playing with those three guys. No, he, uh, he is a great spot-up jump shooter or one-dribble pull-up jump shooter, you know? Love it. Man, uh, is, is it sad that we didn't say – I don't know. Katie has been annoying – He's been uh, hurt is what he's been. I've never been. Well, just like, I don't. He's one of those dudes that I don't get. Like he, 
He's just an oversensitive. Uh, he's a little oversensitive. Yeah. So like when that all that stuff came out about him and Michael Rapaport and the derogatory yeah. words that he used, I was just like, all right, you can't you can't complain anymore, KD. You're no, part that's of the problem, how I bro. feel about Kyrie Irving. To be honest, yep, I'm always too. just like, shut up, you know. Me too. Yeah. Ah, man, but that's the that's the East for you. Really look at how far away from the playoffs are we? Like just it's the end of May, right? Yeah, yeah, no. Is it May 22nd? May 22nd. Less than a month away, and I am super excited. But um so gotta say pretty happy seeing fans being able to be there again. Right, it's pretty great. Right, right. I'm I'm happy about that too. It's like things are starting to get back to normal. Yeah. And I don't know, like say what you will about the bubble and how well that was executed. Good job, NBA. It's there. I was I was watching it's the, entertainment. the game seven of the 2016 finals. So that's the Warriors against the Cavs when the Cavs ended up winning. Like there is uh-huh. just something about having a crowd there. Disappointment and happiness. Obviously, that year was disappointment no, for the no, Warriors. Yeah, but- it adds it adds to the whole thing. It adds to it. I used to be a fan of the team that had the loudest arena in the league. So yeah. Awesome. Well, you got uh, anything else that you want to mention, Stephen, before we hop off? Um is that all the teams? All the Eastern Conference teams. We did it. Oh, shoot. That, sur- that happened to me last time, too. I was like, we're on the last one already? We survived uh, right. the Eastern Conference together. All I got to say is the Knicks are a scary, scary, scary team right now. They have won nine straight people. They're on a roll. I believe them and the Wizards. Yeah, the Wizards are starting to win, too. We could maybe it was an easy schedule time for them. I'll have to go and check, but there's a lot of movement that's still happening. So, especially yeah, with you that don't play-in win game. nine games, you don't win nine games by coincidence. You don't win nine games by accident. I think you know. Yeah, that's a pretty good sample size for a win streak. Yeah. Awesome. So that's all I want to say is if you haven't watched the Knicks yet, watch the dang Knicks. They are exciting. Okay. And, uh, thanks again, Stephen, for hopping on. And the next time that we have something that we want to talk about, everyone, we hope you give it a listen. Give us one more chance to change your mind.